Hey everyone, it's a great day to be alive. It's Kenzie here on the Happy, Healthy, and Free podcast show. Thanks for tuning in to our I Am a Diamond podcast series with Pamela Major, who is an amazing life coach, mentor, author, entrepreneur, who wears all of her masks beautifully. So glad you're able to join us. I really hope that you enjoy. Let's get into it. Good afternoon. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Great. All right. It's a great day to be alive. <laughs> Anything uh, exciting going on? Always. <laughs> yeah. Too much to count, but yeah, always good things, exciting things, and more details later. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Just wanted to check in, yep. see what's going on, make sure everything was good. Yeah. Yep. All good. We're we'll have- going through a lot of changes in this atmosphere and the climate and changes in the moon, a lot of things going on, but all is well. Uh, focus on the positive and focus on what we're going to attract. Excellent. So today we are recording our fifth episode of I'm a Diamond, our podcast series. And this is so exciting. And this is actually a very perfect time for me. And I'm assuming, I'm just going to ask if it's something that's aligning with you, if you've already noticed that we're going to be talking about cut, the cut of the diamond and cutting things out of your life that you no longer need that are not helping you shine. So I think a lot of us, it's hard to let go of that stuff. So this is going to be an interesting episode. Pamela, if you wanted to start off with a little introduction and talk about what this chapter means to you, and then we can read the verse and the quote. Sure. This is one of the things that I believe that we consistently go through and deal with for our entire lives. Mm -hmm. I think that the challenge sometimes is that we don't, we don't want to let go as you've already alluded to. We don't necessarily want to let go. And in this particular case, not letting go means that we're not going to be able to shine and live at the level. And I think that was the most sobering piece for me to live at a substandard life because I didn't want to endure the pain of letting go. And that's really hard to admit. And I'm really vulnerable about that because a lot of times we don't want to admit that we have any responsibility in this process of change. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up. (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up because we're a part of the process. We have to be. We have to be the one doing that and acknowledging okay, I can continue on with this and then just keep complaining about how it's bringing me all this pain and suffering and 
just keep enduring and, and not learning from my mistakes or I can really look back, look from an outside perspective and say, okay, who's going to, who's going to stop? Like the other, whoever it else, if it's a person or a thing or something else, like that's not going to change. Like the only thing that you can do is change yourself. So you can't just keep waiting around for that to happen. You have to start to just be like, and just do it. You said something really important, used a very important and significant word in this process, and that's pain. And when you think about it, there's going to be pain either way. There's the long-term pain of holding on to that which does not aid us. Or there's the short-term pain of, or comparatively short-term pain, of cutting off the person, place, or situation that you had to deal with. And so if there's pain either way, it's just which way do you want to deal with it? Life does not, it's not like um, the matrix where you can, you have the option of going back or not taking the red pill. It's not like men in black where somebody can flash something in your eyes and you forget what it is that you see. If you choose to hold on to what you need to let go of, you will know that for the rest of your life or for the rest of the time that you continue to hold on to something that you need to cut. Yeah, you can not say it any better. I agree that it's definitely not an easy process to let go of pain and it's going to bring up that same emotions again. So it's going to not be comfortable. But I think I just was writing, talking about this earlier today, but we need to choose courage over comfort in our transformation and knowing that if we want to see real change, we're going to have to get out of that comfort zone and stop just feeling like, oh, everything's okay the way it is. I don't want to bother messing anything up or doing anything to, like, feeling like sometimes, like, they're guilty or maybe that they don't deserve to have better. And those are just fears and doubts that are holding everybody back. So once you acknowledge that's something you don't want in your vocabulary, that's something you don't want in your environment, you can focus on, okay, why am I holding on to this pain? Like, when did this originate? Who, who do I need to forgive? I need to forgive myself. A lot of stuff going on. That it's not going to be this boom, bam. It takes time, too. So it's something you have to work on every day. I think a lot of people think it's something that you can just and figure out, and then it's all done, and you're good. But no. <laughs> like you said, this is something that's happening continuously throughout our lives. I completely agree with that and that it's never going to be we're never going to stop having learning opportunities and things coming to our life that we're going to need to to remove yeah and there's there's a a phrase that uh, I've heard a lot over probably the last 10 or 12 years and that some relationships are for a reason others for a season and still others for a lifetime and Sometimes we think that all relationships are for a lifetime, and they're not. You think about how many significant relationships we leave between the ages of four and 
stay 21, maybe even up to 28 years old. If we go straight through school, we leave behind our pre-K teachers and our every grade school teacher, every college professor or instructor. These are significant relationships and we leave them all behind. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, we don't give it another thought. But these are the people who had the charge of instructing us in some of the most foundational practices that we will utilize in, for many of us in our work lives. But we leave those people behind. And again, we don't give it really a second thought. We might cry a tear here and there, depending on the depth of the relationship with the teacher or with the professor, but we leave them behind. And part of that may be because we know we look forward to going from first grade to second grade or from ninth grade to 10th grade. But as we live, we also graduate. And not every person that is with us on one level can go with us to the next level. And even to continue to talk about the school uh, analogy, when you're a, a senior, you don't have an expectation that a freshman is graduating with you. They're going to graduate at another time. And in the same way, some of the relationships that we have, we graduate at one level. And then there are others that we know and we care for, but they're not, it's not their graduation time yet. That's a good way to put it. I like that analogy of graduation because it is something that needs to be earned, too, and it's going to take hard work. Yeah. Yep. Real change is messy. <laughs> what that saying? All right, so you want me to read our verse today, and then you can read the quote after oh, that'll be fine. All righty. I'll start. So, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. That's John 15. 2. And our quote from the book, I Am a Diamond, is when a diamond is cut... Part of what, part of what is, it is, disappears. It's gone forever. As a person, this concept challenges us and gives us pause. Cutting off parts of your life, it hurts, but it is needed. You will be cut, cut off from people, places, and things, but you will be better, stronger, and perfected as a result. As you consider the master gemologist, know that he indeed knows what is best and necessary to bring about the best sparkle and shine in you. Do you want to speak first about why you included this verse? And I want you to maybe share. Sure, sure. I believe earlier in the book, we talk about the word decision. And an incision is when we cut into something. A decision is when we cut away something. So in the cutting process in life, we have to decide which side we're going to be on. Are we going to be fruitful, as the verse says? Are we going to make something of ourselves? Are we going to do the work? Are we going to put in the work? Because if we don't, then we'll get cut off. But if we do work, if we do 
what we if we submit ourselves to the process. I think that's really the best way to put it. And those things that are harmful just get cut away. And as we said a little bit earlier, there's going to be pain either way. It's choosing the pain that keeps you at the same level or the pain that will allow for progress. And I included this because, again, the book is about the comparison of a person to a diamond. And diamonds get cut to bring out the best in them. The same thing goes with people. And I wanted us to really just wrap our, our minds around that, have a conversation about it, give, give ourselves time to think about it. Because I'm, again, this hurts, it's just necessary. So I, I wanted to put it in there because somebody is reading it probably is making a decision or will be making a decision about people, relationships, and to read something like that that says, what it might feel itself off of me, or to move away from that. I think it solidifies and helps people in the process to do what they know that they need to do. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we always know deep down what we need to do, but a lot of times we don't want to listen to that truth. We want to just keep believing our lies in our head, whatever is the easy yeah. <laughs> route. <laughs> and so we don't want to see the hard truth. And then once we're really like, oh, let me listen to my intuition. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now I know actually what this is trying yeah. to tell me. Got to have that conversation with God. Yeah. And it's also, you bring out uh, another good point as I'm looking over some of the things that um, you shared is that this is not about judging from the space of condemnation. It's about um, really doing a, a deep dive into yourself. And I think if more of us did the deep dive into ourselves, we have less to say about everybody else because each and every one of us on our own has our work to do, right? And when you really sit down and say, this is what my life is supposed to be, it certainly helps to move away from what it's not supposed to be. Yeah, the more you focus on what you need in your life and less on what's bad and what needs fixing and focus on what's good and, and the things that you can strengthen, that's going to help really redirect your, yeah. your purpose and cut out the old behaviors and beliefs like we are talking about and relearning, focusing on the better, the new. And one of the things that I, I, this is really a strand through the book. This is about maturity. You really mm -hmm. don't do these things uh, with honesty and fidelity without being mature. Being an understanding. I, I know people that cut people off, but they do it because they're afraid and they try to get to the cut off before the other person cuts them off. We're not talking about that. We're talking about even some relationships that appear to be good. And it may be even some, an event that you went to or that you go to on a regular basis. It can be a million things, but when you recognize this really is not what my future is about, then you submit to the process. Yeah, that's 
definitely a hard conversation to have yeah. with yourself, but unnecessary one for sure. And I guess I just want to, because this is, this is a concentrate. We would probably do well to be here because this is concentrate. Be kind to yourself in this process. Be thoughtful. Be clear on your direction Mm -hmm. in life. Get some clarity on that. And when the tears come or the pain comes and you go through, honestly, you go through stages of grief. As you strive to get to that acceptance part, understand that as you accept more, you're going to shine, and you're going to live, and you're going to recognize it's probably better for both parties that you did what you did, and you allowed the cutting part. Yep. It doesn't hurt to just point fingers and blame people. There's probably a reason why one person shouldn't be in your life for both people, or for the both situations. Yeah, I think I agree. It's we have to be understanding and, and forgiving of ourselves through this process because it's very easy to slip back into old beliefs and habits and emotions and feeling sorry for yourself and feeling guilty. A lot of those are easy to to come back in. So it's really important to not judge yourself and to be forgiving with yourself and knowing that you can't change the past and you can only focus on the present and moving forward and acknowledging what you gain from every lesson. And that's happens day to day. So it's never going to stop. We'll be reflecting about what we're doing and what we're saying. And if that's connecting and reflecting, I'm glad that we got to talk about this. Is there anything else you wanted to share about how you're feeling right now in your life in this crazy year of 2020. Anything specific that you want to talk about cutting out? Otherwise, we can just let everyone else deal with this on their own and in their journaling and they can meditate. Yeah, I would love for people, again, to chime in on this, this, how this touched you as you, when you hear this, what what are your thoughts now, as we, I know Kenzie would love to hear from you because that's why she does this, because she loves people. And for this year, mm-hmm. for me, it has been, and let me put this on it first, the tragic six-digit loss of life is heartbreaking. The people who have not been able to be with their loved ones in their final moment, um, the, the curtailed funeral, home-going, final services for people that we've all had to endure. The people who have had to change their wedding plans because they just couldn't have the big festival that they wanted to have uh, due to these concerns and just trying to keep everybody safe. All of these things are tragic. The children who didn't have that senior prom, the way that they really saw it. All of these things are at varying levels, really challenging, really hurtful and painful. And so I don't take any of that for granted. I don't take it as something that we deal with lightly. It's a heavy, sad thing. So I, I wanna acknowledge that first. Mm-hmm. On the other side of it, it has 
opportunity for the biggest pause this has ever. In, or I should say, in, in probably in centuries. More mm. families are learning uh, how to operate with one another. We have become creative, how we connect to one another. And I think each one of us has had the opportunity to sit down and really have a, an honest talk with us. And what I know I said. And so there is a tragic side. There's messy side. There's the there's the side with the we could not be distracted in the case of the distracted because there was no finals. There was no Wimbledon. There was no twenty twenty that would distracted what was going on. No WNBA, right? There just there was. There was nothing but this to look at. So it really forced us to have to look at this ugliness in a way that we probably haven't looked at it ever. Not with this concentrated mm -hmm. level of attention. So it brought um, light to a situation that needed to be dealt with for centuries. And now we're starting to do so. While, and there's never been a tragic time in this nation where there haven't been loads of corrections, there haven't been new businesses, new ideas, new products that have come along, new innovations. No one wants to, no one wants to welcome tragedy. So let's, we're not morbid, we're not thinking anything like that. But on the other side of it, we've seen history has proven that people get very creative and resilient. And so I'm hoping uh, that we will see those kinds of innovations come forward, those new businesses, those new ways of educating. We have got great opportunities. So that's really what I see. Yeah, I'm glad that you are focusing on both sides and, and seeing that the positive, that there are positives from this situation of this year and just life in general. I think <laughs> we have to always look at how can we all grow. We can never predict what's going to happen. It's just how life is. And we have to acknowledge that sometimes we're not in complete control. We have to make choices that contribute to our overall well-being for everyone. But the important thing is that we're making those choices on our own and that we have the freedom to decide what we want to believe. Uh, and that's, I think, something that's going to keep us very strong if we can stay true to doing what we know is best for us by taking care of ourselves and then helping others do the same. And it is very unfortunate. It's not something easy to just brush off. It's painful. It's traumatic. This is a lot of us are going through a lot of similar emotions um, and pat falling into old uh, patterns and beliefs and trying to fight back against that. And it's not easy. So they're enabling that and making it easier for everyone to fall back into those old habits by taking away this power, the loss of your job, 
instead of focusing on how that is so negative, I think we can look at, okay, how can I turn this into an opportunity for me to learn more about my family, learn something new, start a new business, take care of my health. There's so many other things that we can focus on that are bringing positivity and that's going to bring in more opportunities, but it's easier said than done. And it's easier on the out from when you're in that position, rather than being from the outside, looking in, trying to just hope one day that's going to happen. And until you can actually convince yourself mentally that it is already happening and it's already part of the plan and you're living in that moment, that's when the real change starts to come and those opportunities start to come in and they flow in abundance. But coming back to the topic, <laughs> we have to learn how to cut things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sorry. I got a little uh, mm-hmm. on a tangent there, but. Oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> with, with what you're talking about, we have to learn how to cut things off. We have to learn when, when mm-hmm. that, when in the loss of a job, in the movement of various, we have to cut off the old way. Yeah. We need to say what was wrong about what we were doing before that we got to this point, what we need to do differently. And I think a lot of that is going to be really positive changes. I think there's going to be a lot more local community work that has been needing to happen for a long time. I think now people are starting to actually walk outside, see what's going on around them. And I hope that we can help support each other and, and not let any of this the political or any of our differences get in the way of us understanding that we're all human beings and we're all here to save each other and help heal this planet and keep it, keep it going. Uh, Like we were saying, we got to cut off. We need, we don't need to become our true self and shine like a diamond. (laughs) Oh yes. That's it. Simple as that. (laughs) Thank you so much for this great conversation we're always bringing another awesome perspective and i'm always happy to reflect upon this book and our transformation and how we're always going to continue transforming so appreciate your time and i'm looking forward to sharing this and i like you had mentioned we encourage any feedback from anyone and we want to hear what you all are thinking. And if you want to share any stories, we're always welcome to that as well. So thank you guys so much for continuing to listen and support. I really appreciate you all. Don't forget, it's a great day to be alive. Thank you, Pamela. Anything else you want to jump in? Thank you. And um, share about? We're halfway through and looking forward to the next time. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. And you can find Pamela's book i'm a diamond playbook on amazon and it's in kindle format and it's also paperback so check that out y'all and check out her page pamela major on instagram and on facebook it is melia bloom and you can also check out more on meliabloom.com and she also (laughs) got a blog check it out awesome stuff going on and i'm sure she's got more things to share with us next week so Stay tuned. Love and light to you all. Thanks for tuning in to the I'm a Diamond podcast series. 
Looking forward to connecting with you again next week. Want to catch up on what's going on in between? Follow us at underscore Kenzie X Love on Instagram, Kenzie X Love on Facebook, and KenzieXLove.com. Also, MeliaBloom.com. You can also find this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Always remember, it's a great day to be alive. I am happy, healthy, and free. XOXO, Kenzie.